Hi, my name is John Kim. I'm a therapist who went through his own rebirth many years ago, and I've been documenting my journey ever since, sharing my life lessons and revelations. I believe in casual over clinical, with you instead of at you. I come unrehearsed on purpose because self-help doesn't have to be so complicated. We have a lot of stuff that we want to talk about, but but so many of your stories have a similar arc or there's these themes that are coming in of um, getting disconnected from yourself and then shaming yourself for staying in a situation for too long. And what I want you to know about that is this. You have an area of your brain that's been called the mohawk of self-awareness because it sits kind of like a mohawk would. Mm -hmm. Um, And there's a couple different brain areas that are involved in that mohawk of self-awareness, but that's the part of your brain that organizes you into a self. And so that's how you know yourself as a self. You remember what you like. You are able to orient yourself in a situation or a relationship and make decisions and then execute those decisions. So when you are in a relationship and you have full access to the mohawk of self-awareness and someone does something egregiously terrible, you are very, you can with ease, although it's painful, put up a boundary and leave. When you're in a profoundly confusing relationship, and relationships can be profoundly confusing for many, many reasons, you actually become disconnected from the mohawk of (laughs) self-awareness. And the longer you're in the relationship, the more disconnected you get from those brain areas, which is why so many people um, talk about, like, I don't even know what what food I like anymore, or I don't even remember what I like to do with my free time because I'm always, you know, doing whatever they want. (laughs) <laughs> right? So you actually lose access to your, the parts of your brain that know yourself as a self, which makes it very neurobiologically difficult to leave. And without that understanding, all we have for an explanation is I'm a failure. I knew it. I cognitively could see it. My friends were mm-hmm. telling me mm-hmm. and I stayed anyway. Yeah. But what we're missing is that we, we need brain areas to be able to execute the decisions. And when we don't have access to them, that's going to be really difficult. This, this is what we call losing yourself in a relationship. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And, and what she's saying is um, you are uh, not equipped. Right. You lose the equipment. You are in the ocean without your you know, scuba gear or whatever. Right. And, and this is why it's hard to leave. Yeah. Right. And so the answer to that is, to, is single on purpose, is to reconnect with yourself as a self in ways that don't have anything to do with relationships. What kind of music do you like? What's your favorite color? It's okay if you don't remember right away. What do you want to do with your time? What did you love to do as a kid? Who were you before this relationship? Um, all of these things, and you can spend time journaling about those things and, and trying to figure them out, talking to friends. You can like um, interview people who knew you before, um, and they can help fill in the gaps. And then the more you lean into those things, the more reconnected those brain areas get, and then the easier it gets to, to make the decision and execute and actually and to leave. But I think it's so striking how much shame gets in the way because it's so easy to just flip into a story where it's like, well, I should have known and I passed all these red flags yeah. and I didn't see them and, you know. And when your friends say, well, why, why don't you just leave? Right. It's like, um, yes, it's hard to, but there's a, a disorientation almost. Um, you are in a riptide. Exactly. Uh, and there's a part of you that knows you should. Everyone's telling you, you see it. And then there's a part of you that doesn't, doesn't know what your color is or, you know, you're just disoriented. So... Um, that's part of what 
love or unhealthy love, yeah, that's how it rocks us. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Can I ask you something? Yes. So um, I don't know if you, what you believe about addiction, but if you have that in your <coughs> blood or family tree, there's addiction. Um, are you more uh, susceptible to this repetition because you are uh, impulsive or um, just you know all the behaviors from addiction? Yeah, I think so, and I think it's probably it's hard to pinpoint why. It could be genetics, it could be environmental, it could yeah. be that you saw your family do the same thing, and healthy relationships weren't modeled for you. Mm-hmm. Um, nobody knows exactly why. There's not a single reason why we repeat. Um, There's a couple of theories. One of them is that we repeat because it feels like home, right? And this is what's depicted in the media, and we've probably seen this, where it's like, oh, yeah, I wake up, and I'm like, well, that's exactly how I grew up, and so, of course, I repeat, you know, I did the same thing. I think sometimes we also repeat to avoid um, understanding where we came from. Right. So if you grew up in a really chaotic home and you haven't processed any of that, if you repeat the chaos, then you don't have to come to grips with the fact that you grew up in a chaotic home and it shouldn't have been that way. Mm-hmm. Um, we repeat to give ourselves the opportunity again so that we can have a different outcome. Trauma needs opposite action in the system. And so when we repeat something, sometimes our system is, and maybe this is, is a maladaptation, but the system is trying to give us the opportunity to do differently. Um, so, yeah. Knowing self, right, which is kind of foundational to all self-help, knowing, knowing thyself, knowing how you are. Um, I'm the kid that will not only eat my marshmallow, but the, steal the kid next door. Like, um, I'm with uh, Vanessa, who will save her marshmallow to get to later, right? You know that whole experiment? Yeah. I, I don't believe in saving anything. Not, give it to me now. Um, I'm attracted, yeah, I'm attracted to um, the edges. I don't like conventional. I like disruptive. It gives me a high. This is also why I love CrossFit. It's very extreme. Um, the whole build the bus while you're going, while you're driving it. I'm attracted to that because I want my mom to drop me off at school, tell her not to come back, and during school try to find her way home as a challenge. Do you know what I'm saying? So I'm interested in the extreme, the edge. And now there's a gift in that because if you um, apply that to creativity, you could be innovative, you could you know create some stuff, some really cool stuff. Um, the curse, though, because that's how I'm wired, is, okay, I'm that way. I, I'm not just that way with work. You're that way with everything. So then when you uh, say, okay, well, how does that show up in love and relationships? Well, then, yeah, I'm chasing after dopamine. Um, I can get sick of people quickly. Um, I could get on this roller coaster. Uh, so just knowing that, right, then, okay, well, if that's my pattern, what is my prescription? What do I need to do? Well, I need to find someone more grounded. I can't find someone like me because that's then it's going to be the whole, you know, the uh, and 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 also the now it's like um, the roller coaster that has no conductor. Like it's just yeah, yeah. Um, being aware of when the behavior is is compulsive, impulsive. So whether that's sex or eating at night or whatever that behavior is. Um, and then knowing what is healthy and self-expression and what is actually now you jumping on this ride and not healthy. So, you know, it's, it's, and it, it, there's no like black or white answer, right? It's um, you kind of gauging, turning dials, 
uh, like like as a, like an, an equalizer and saying, okay, I'm, this makes me feel good. This now I don't know, and uh, you got to kind of create that for yourself. If that makes sense. Do you know where that why you think you are that way? Like it. I, I know, I know. Um, so my dad's an alcoholic. My mom's dad was an alcoholic. There's alcoholic, and also just being Korean, it's everywhere. Um, but I, there's tons of alcoholism. So I don't know if that's a part of it. Um, I know that there was trauma from. So for my trauma is coming to America at age three with a bull haircut and a strawberry shortcake T-shirt because my parents didn't know that was for for girls, and trying to fit in. And the way that I ended up fitting in was through ability. So once I could spin on my head, I was now cool. Once I could pop a wheelie around the entire block, they let me, you know, then I got the girl or whatever. And so trying to be American was traumatic. And the residue of that now is, and this is why I started chasing shiny things, was um, performance-based. Like Hollywood is a big club that I never got into. So trying to get into the quad, right? Trying to, and so that's external-based, but it comes from the, my wonder years. It comes from coming to America and... Uh, trying to be cool, trying to be American, you know? And again, when we tell that story, like, it, it's very easy to say, to create a hierarchy like we were talking about before and say, like, oh, well, my trauma isn't real because someone else, you know, had a bullet in their leg or something like yeah. that. But when we look at what the primitive self needs, you need belonging, right? And we evolve that way. If we, if we don't belong in our system, mm-hmm. we don't survive. And so the lack of belonging at that age is critically important for the system's safety. Mm. And so you can't ever rest if you don't belong. A lot of kids at that age get a lot of belonging at home. Yeah. Mother and father, baseball, camping, no, you're I worthy. Totally right. You're so I got none of that. Like my parents are always gone. Yeah. So I had to find belonging Same. in social friends and what was cool and what's happening. And that was, it's interesting because that was in itself cumulatively, I think, traumatic. Mm-hmm. And I wasn't like aware of it until... I think it manifests... Uh, everything manifests in different ways, uh, like she was saying. So a bullet to your leg for um, Scott may not be traumatic at all, but for someone, that could obviously be very traumatic. So it just depends on the individual yeah. in the story, yeah. And it can also depend on the individual in time. So right. what is traumatic for you today might be very different than what's traumatic for you in 10 years or five years ago, because it depends on where your system is at, what your support system looks like, um, and how the trauma unfolds in, in the moment, too. Yeah. So bonding um, through trauma, not because you guys share a traumatic experience, um, but what MC was saying about the roller coaster, the intermittent and uh, insecure, unpredictable shot of love, not love, unsafety. It generates friction and also connection at the same time. This may be a little bit kind of um, off topic, but so when you get into, because you were talking about the stick yesterday a little bit, when you get into a relationship that you know is good for you, mm-hmm and that can heal you. No one's gonna throw chairs. I trust that we're gonna fight without fighting. And this is a good thing, I feel safe. But it's not exciting. It's Mm -hmm. not the, and uh, we'll get into trauma bonds later, but there's something about this that feels flat. Mm -hmm. And a lot of people um, bounce very fast because of that, Mm -hmm. but I feel like um, if you play it out on the other side of that, because what I think you're doing is uh, reconditioning your body, right? Yeah. And 
this can actually become a, a home, a, a, a safe space. If after you get there, it's still flat and you just see this person as a friend, that's different. Mm-hmm. Um, and I know that can be confusing, but I think in relationship, you can actually heal by making smarter choices, even if it doesn't feel as exciting as mm-hmm. young love. Right? One of the, yeah, that's what's hard. For sure. Yeah. One of the things I think we, that's so important that we talk about is the repetition compulsion, mm. which is like, why are we driven to repeat relationship <clears throat> patterns that are sticky, that don't work mm-hmm. for us, that are harmful? And there are a lot of theories about this, but one of them is exactly what you just said, which is that it feels like home, mm-hmm. right? When you grew up in chaos, chaos or yeah. if you- Smells familiar. Exactly. You're like, oh, this is home. And your system is saying you're safe here. This is home. This is exactly where we came from. Even though cognitively you might be like, no, I'm ready for something different. Mm-hmm. I've done all this work. I want to be in a different kind of relationship. Mm-hmm. And we are driven back. And then we shame ourselves. And that's where we really get in trouble because then we don't learn. Because the message that we're telling ourselves is that we're broken. Yeah, instead same of movie, different characters. Yes, exactly. Yeah, different actors. Yeah, yeah. right. Um, so I want to insert, uh, because I know many of you are uh, single or you know, uh, going through an expired relationship. Um, when you start to date and find people, uh, and this relates to trauma because you don't want to keep giving yourself traumatic experiences in relationships. Right. To move the chips and put weight on different things, right? I mean, we're going to be attracted to who we're attracted to. So I'm not saying like suddenly, you know, go be with someone that ugh, you, you don't find mean, repulsive. Yeah, that's not, to <laughs> yeah. me, that's not prescribed. That's, that's just, I think that's just dumb. But um, put weight on safety. Mm-hmm. Does this person ground me? Does, do I feel uh, like this person is a safe tree? Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, is this person communicative? Is you know all of these? Uh, I think qualities, uh, abilities, tools that are going to give you a new experience that makes you feel uh, safe and doesn't re-traumatize you. Because a lot of times I find that we go after what is sexy. Uh, I'm very guilty of this. Sexy. Um, I'm like compulsive on the, bath. what's that? Like a large mouth bath, some bass, if something shiny comes across. My yeah, <laughs> yes, yes. Um, getting caught up in, you know, aesthetics, pretty eyes, a nice bud, whatever, uh, banter. And we're not thinking about anything about our safety, but just how we, so the, the dopamine, right? And then, you know, honeymoon, sex is amazing, all this. And then it's time to like really talk about a serious relationship and there's no legs. And then, okay, then that falls apart, and then you, you know, um, so. Or you're attracted to that spark, thinking that's yeah. chemistry, and yeah. what it actually is, is, a, like, proximity to madness. And you're just mm. driven towards mm. it, like a, you know, mm. moth to a flame. Yeah. One, one of the things that is important in any relationship is to try to understand what's happening underneath. Uh, subtext, right? Mm-hmm. So. It isn't just about the dishes or your socks on the floor, what's really happening underneath. And so when she said, I was trying to mend the relationship I had with my parents through this person, that's a great example of something she may not have been aware of, but subconsciously, and here's the behavior that's coming from that. So once you you could figure out what you could unearth, what is really happening between us Mm -hmm. underneath, and you unearth that, then you guys can actually start to create uh, new patterns, new tracks. And, and it's, it's a conversation that you have with your partner. It's not something you keep to yourself, but yeah. And then your behavior makes sense because you're like, yes. oh, this is how I'm activated this is I'm in this, this way. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. 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 Thank you.
I wonder if also um, trauma can be what prevents us from um, getting into relationships, right? It's almost us creating our own island because of the trauma. That's what I'm saying.